Hey everyone, welcome to the Reality Addict Podcast. This is Mary Francis, your host. This is the fourth episode where we will talk about everything that happened this past week on Big Brother, including the live feeds, so that you get a great idea of everything that really went on this week. And thankfully I have a friend that did this before with me and he was so good I wanted him back. So I would like to reintroduce you to my friend Shimbo. Hello, how is everybody? Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. Absolutely. So basically, at the end of last week, we saw Keisha. She was evicted. I don't know if you have seen her on Twitter, but she is like the most hilarious person I have ever seen. She is all the time posting stuff like Dan has a small penis and stuff like that. Calling Memphis stuff, just like all kinds of crazy stuff. And I mean, I didn't think she was going to be vengeful coming out. And I don't know if she's actually mad or if she's just having a good time. She doesn't have very many followers. She's not verified, but she seems like it's the real person. I'm not positive. Mm. Follow her on Twitter. She's Keisha Smith, and she's she's great. So I would I would go follow her. Then we have the episode with the safety suite. Um, what do you, you want to go ahead and give us a little bit about what happened on that episode? The episode where Memphis wins the HOH. Yeah. So Memphis wins and then of course there was the safety suite where he actually wanted everyone to use it so he would be the only one allowed to use it the next week that was that was brilliant to be honest (laughs) it was smart i mean i it was it was either very smart or very stupid um depending on how you look at it Um, right and as you could see later nicole actually was stupid not to play but i understand her reasoning you don't want to be bullied into doing something if you don't need to. And she was looking at the numbers. There was a lot of people who are going to do it. So she didn't Absolutely. think she could win. You know, So she's like, I should save it for when there's less players. But it exactly. gave him a reason. He, he was looking for a reason to nominate her, and he got one. Exactly. So for her, it wasn't good. But from his point of view, it definitely was a good strategy to have everyone play except for his alliance that we know, the six, so far. So the safety suite was a bartending type of challenge where they had to balance different weighted cardboard drinks on two different tables, and six people played, but Christmas did it in the fastest time. Very fast. Do you remember her time? I don't remember it. I don't remember her time, but it was it was. Very, very fast. fast. Yeah. It was, I believe, two minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe... like, one or two minutes, while some yes. people took 15 minutes. Exactly. I believe it was under two minutes because David, who knew he needed it since Memphis made him a have-not, right. um, he wanted to win. And he did, he did it the second fastest, which was, I remember, around two minutes and 11 seconds. Somewhere around that, not exactly. Mm-hmm. But Christmas smokes it and wins. So she did do it under two minutes, I believe. Yeah. So Nicole would not have won. I mean, she, was, she wasn't going to win that type of challenge. And she's she said that, that she wouldn't have won. I think the only reason why maybe she should have played was so Memphis didn't have that as a reason. 
Exactly. But the truth is, I don't think Memphis needed a reason. She was going up regardless. I agree. I think she was too. It just makes him look... He's trying to look better, you know, look like it's not an alliance thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why he wanted at least two of his people playing. Yeah. Which, you know, Christmas did, and she won it. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then she picked in uh, for her safety. Yeah. And he ended up with a very strange punishment. I don't think they showed it much on TV. <laughs> did you see Ian's um, punishment? Yes, he. That was where he had to recite uh, Star Wars esque Shakespeare lines. Yes, at different times, and if he wasn't doing it the right way or the way they wanted him to do it, he had to repeat it yeah. with more oomph and more excitement. <laughs> so we saw some of it, and um, actually, Devon made a funny twist in her diary room that says if she was her acting teacher. He would not have missed one line. So it was a little <laughs> funny. It was yeah. a little odd, you know, but so is Ian. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it fit him perfectly. It really did. I, I don't know how much you saw of him, but he actually was really into it, at least early on. He was really into it. He was doing great. He loved it. That was like the first day. And because I watched the live feeds, I saw him do this I don't know how many different times. And he had, like, a director that would come from the speakers and would say, I think this scene would do better in the bathroom. And they'd have to go do it again in the bathroom. And they say, I think that it would do better if you – it needs more crying, which there was no reason to cry at this thing. But, uh, yeah, they told him to cry, and he, he cried at the end of it. It was funny at first. Let's just say that. But then nobody <laughs> wanted to help him because there was three parts. Early on, he got some people that were excited to help him. But then, like, after day one, he had to do all three parts himself. Yes. Okay. So I remember <laughs> yeah. at night, which was funny because he was with Janelle and Kazar, and he's like, I'm so sorry. You could tell this was probably towards the end of the punishment. And he's like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. He was apologizing up and down. Oh, were they sleeping? They were all yeah. sleeping. I yeah. think it was like 3 a.m. It was, yeah, and, yeah. And Janelle was like, ugh. Like, she felt bad for him, but at the same time, she was exhausted. And, yeah. you know, I, it was cool to see, besides that, who's sleeping with who. Because as we know, people who usually sleep in the same room get to, they're either working for another side or they might might become closer and just have an organic type of alliance. That's just something right. I picked up on a little bit. Yes, that's and, true. Um, it's often a bedroom alliances start early on. They don't necessarily make it, but exactly. that's the that's early way. How do you get to know someone? Well, we stay in the same room, so we talk exactly. a lot. Exactly. So I actually liked that where you saw him, Janelle, and Kesar. Because he also asked Kesar to help him, and I'm not sure if he did, but because Kesar was also just so tired. It was funny. It was funny, and you did see him feel really bad about it. Yeah. I don't know if that was the only time, but yeah, they definitely would wake, wake him up and say, you know, I think this will do best in the camera room, whatever the name of that bedroom is that has the photos all over. The, I've been hearing the people calling it the camera room. It was a pretty funny punishment, but all punishments get old. You know, people at first are like, I don't mind the punishment. But he was definitely done when it was over. He was 
definitely done with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could tell. Like, even when they were going to do the nomination, he was, like, right when they were about to do it, they told him to, you know, it came over to the loudspeaker and said, Ian, please do your punishment. And it was so annoying. <laughs> even for, I think, the audience, because I was like, no, it's so boring. I want to. But if we just see a little of it, I can't even imagine the house guests and what they're going through. I mean, it's all day, every day, you know. <laughs> a lot it, of them just go in a different room, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, it was annoying. <laughs> it was annoying just to watch. Like, after the first two times, it was fun. Like, yeah. once that happened, I was like, oh, no. I probably just saw that. it eight or ten times. <laughs> that is so crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's wild how when people watch live feeds, yeah. that they, they see it, because yeah, it's a, you know. it, it's a bigger, much bigger punishment when you actually see it play out than what you see on TV. Exactly. It's re it's really like, is it just, it's not really his punishment. It's like the, a house punishment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so Memphis was not exactly happy that Christmas saved in. Yes, that's right. He was not happy. And... I agree. I mean, the truth is, I don't think there's a lot of communication, especially with Memphis. No, there's not. I don't think he expresses himself. And I think that's just the type of, of man, you know, the type of person who he is, right? He didn't say, if you win it, pick anyone but Ian. He should yeah. have said something like that. Like, listen, he Ian should have told them who radar. he would prefer them to pick. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't have to listen. But, you know, Memphis doesn't really speak his mind to the people, to his Alliance members. Yeah. So Christmas thought she was doing a favor for their their Alliance plus yeah. herself, which, you know, which, of course, you want to do that in this game. So she picked Ian, and it kind of did turn Memphis the wrong way. And Cody. At least that's what the TV showed, that Cody was also a little um, They, uh, they were mad. I mean, from the live feeds, Memphis does not like Ian at all and, and for no apparent we... reason other than okay. as far as we know you know he beat dan memphis and dan are still good friends so there's people you know theorizing that oh he hates in because he beat his best friend dan and he wants him gone i don't know if that's true or not because i haven't heard him say that i just keep hearing him say in's a smart guy he's just gonna make he's gonna make it to the end and we're not gonna notice which is Kind of what happened in, in season is that he was quiet. He hasn't had a specific reason, but it's obvious he doesn't like him. He doesn't want to be around him. It's very strange, and I don't think N has picked up on that. I think he's like, Memphis never talks to me. But um, basically, N doesn't necessarily pick up on that kind of thing, but he knows that Memphis doesn't like him. I mean, he has a feeling that like he never talks to him he was considering putting him up i don't think he wanted to put him up necessarily to begin with the veto was played i think so as yeah. a backdoor yeah so he wasn't real happy with that so, i hear that yeah also also which i th i don't know if if this was on but i think it was a very sweet moment when ian told everybody that he was on the spectrum yeah I actually really, really found that heartfelt, and I found that very important because I would have never assumed he was on the spectrum. I knew he was a little socially awkward, but I, I didn't, I didn't 
you know, know he had any um, problems because on his first season they stayed away from that. Right. On this season, he spoke about it, and I think that was a very nice thing for for people to see that whether you're on the spectrum or not, it should never limit you to anything. Right. And I happen to, like I said, think that was a sweet and tender moment, and I really like Ian. Yeah, it and was a great moment. I actually talked a lot about it on my last two podcasts. Oh, awesome. so, sorry. Then. No, no, it's okay. My husband uh, is like, don't talk about this again because you've had two long conversations now. <laughs> but people want to talk about it, you know? It's true. You, you, yeah, because you didn't know. I don't think anyone really knew. And I think that's what made it special, you know? And, and yeah. also him not understanding so much social cues it gives us a lot more background as to why he does what he does yeah. sometimes. You know, like, yeah. sometimes he'll be, like, in the room by himself, and, like, he's so happy, he just, like, throws up his arms, which is, you know, th things that, that they do, or, you know, things that he does that we didn't understand so much before, but I think it, it gave us a big, a lot more story to him, which I really liked. Yes. Did you see... Did you see when he was telling the story of how he found out that he was on the no. spectrum? No, so I did not hear that story. Okay. I just heard that he told. I just saw that he told everyone that he was on the spectrum. I'm going to tell it super fast because this will be the third time in a row I've told this. He was talking to Kaser. Okay, I'm just going to skip all the stuff Kaser said. He said okay. that you know on his previous season he knew he was socially he knew he was different since he was like a kid. He's known he's different, but he just thought he was socially awkward. When he got off of the show, he found a thread uh, posted somewhere where somebody had posted a long post about all the reasons why he believes in is on the spectrum. And in read that, and he still didn't think he was on the spectrum, but he was like, these are some very interesting points. I should maybe research this. And that's when he first thought it was even possible. Then he started getting fan mail from people on the spectrum or people that have family on the spectrum telling them how much he meant to them that they are being shown that someone on the spectrum can win big brother and that was a big deal to people you know people on the spectrum that was a big deal in their families that's a big deal absolutely and it should be. absolutely yeah so after he got all these letters and stuff you know then he went i guess he, i don't know exactly how he ended up there but he eventually ended up discovering that he is on the spectrum so um there was a lot more to it but uh, i don't want to talk about it too much i know no no absolutely and you know what i never heard of that and that's amazing i thought he might have known already like for a while and just never talked about it but now i know that he didn't even know and he learned later on yeah back then i don't i don't think there was a lot of talk about it it was kind of like either you're like they would say you have autism or you don't they yeah. wouldn't say you know you're on the spectrum and i mean honestly i think my husband and my son are on the spectrum and it's yeah. you know they're totally functional there's different functionalities but yeah i think it's amazing like it's not a, no one made a big deal of it at the time but i don't know of anyone else that's autistic i don't know of anyone else on the spectrum that i've ever even seen seen on a, a reality show that I can think of. I can. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Zev. Go. Zev from The Amazing Race. Oh, Justin okay. and Zev. Okay, he okay. He was, yeah. 
he has Asperger's, and he was um. Okay, yeah, I do remember him now. Yeah, super smart and super kind. Such a kind heart. Yeah, yeah. and I think N is super smart and and has a kind heart too. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, he does. Um. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for telling me the story. By the way, I really do appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, okay, so now back, now yep. back yep. to, so okay, we we so... got to uh, Memphis and Ian, the Memphis and Ian beef yeah. of possibly why, okay, mm. <laughs> and now it's nominations, right? We have who Memphis nominated, which was very straightforward. I mean, the truth was I was scared he would go for the big dogs, which he kind of talked about a little bit he talked about but he's, exactly he's so, like it's too early it's too early exactly so on the live feeds i bet he like really didn't even give it attention while yeah. the show of course made it a little bit of a bigger deal that he might put up janelle and Kesar. no which that was never he, something he was gonna do exactly so i i realized that later but he put up you know two relative you know relatively unknown people or people who weren't really big in the fandom which was david and nicole a yes yes he specifically said he wanted to put up the easiest targets where no one's gonna get mad about it you know and nicole a thinks that if, if you watch the live feed she thinks that she was nominated because she's associated with Kaser and Janelle, which is not the case. That's not why she was nominated. He might have told that other people in the house that's why. That's not why. He just, he doesn't like people. Like, he just, there's people he doesn't like. He's, yeah. he's kind of a grumpy old man. Like, I know he's, you know, he goes to bed early. He gets, he's always the first one up drinking his coffee hours before anyone else is awake. And he, like, while, during his whole HOH, he didn't want people in his room. Like, people would come to the room and be like, hey, can we talk? And he's like, nah, I don't really want to talk right now. And he basically didn't let very many people in the room. Like, Nicole tried to go in and talk to him, but he's like, nah, I don't really don't really need to know what you have to say. So. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, you, you could tell you could tell Memphis is, like, a grumpy old man. That's, a, like, a perfect analogy for him. Yeah. Because he just seems it. He just seems very, like, I don't want to talk. And not stand standoffish, but not in like that mean way. More in like, this is just how I am. Like this is how I roll. You either you know like me or you don't. And if you don't, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go to sleep. He doesn't when care I want about to. much. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How did you feel? Um, because I don't think we said this. How did you feel about the way he talked to David? Um, uh -huh. Well, first of all, when he put him on slop. He said, yes. welcome to Big Brother, uh, yes. you know, which is rude, you know, <laughs> like he, it's, it's like, um, it's like highlighting the fact that he went home first on these other season, which is not something that is like bad. It's not necessarily bad they brought him back, but Memphis is like, oh, you haven't really played yet. Welcome to Big Brother, which he did. David didn't like. I mean, <laughs> no, of course not. Understandably so. Also, I understand why David wouldn't like that, and I do think uh, for him putting him on slop. Uh, clearly, he doesn't really care for David, and that's fine. I don't care about that. 
the speech might have been a little more harsh. In my opinion, it yes. was harsh. Yes. And, um, you know, now you're playing with the big dogs. That's like... Oh, also the way he pointed at him. I mean, isn't that like a, like a fuck you type thing? <laughs> he, uh, he pointed guess... at him and then he like put it... I don't know. He put his arm up. I don't know how to describe it. But I've seen people do it before with their middle finger up or something. He didn't have his middle finger up, but he put his arm up as he pointed to him and put his arm up. And I was like, is he saying fuck you? I don't know. It was it was a bit aggr- it was a bit aggressive. It was a bit of an aggressive nomination. Right. For someone that's supposed to be, oh I don't care that much. He felt the need to say that. Yes. So I could see why people you know, that was a, a subject I heard, because I don't watch the live feeds or really, no spoilers, but I heard that was a big um, talking point among the community and the BB fandom of that speech, and it caused a lot of outrage. Um, it I was, just think... The, I'm sorry. The Actually, yeah. the one that made most people angriest was the nomination speech. Yes. Which we were getting to nominations, if you want to talk about his speech oh yeah no 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 that's what that's what i was referring to actually oh okay yeah (laughs) but after both of those things happened then david was really like memphis is like hates me kind of thing uh so on the live feeds we don't see the actual nomination ceremony you know we get to look at cats and dogs that need to be adopted in california and I love these cats on there. I would adopt them if I lived in California. But it's cool that they have that going because I can tell that the animals are being adopted because every couple of days there's like a new animal in there. Anyhow, that's that's just what they do whenever they're going to be off for a while. It's like, it's like, oh, it's a new kitten. Guys, come on, come on. It's COVID. Let's go adopt. And they are. Yeah, someone's adopting them. And my son wants a cat, but anyways, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to get one from California. Um, so this is what the live feeders uh, saw. I had the t- I had the TV on, but I wasn't paying attention because of the animals and stuff. And then I saw David come out, and David went into the storage room, and he said, I'm a grown man. I don't know why, you know, I... He's like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm a grown man, and he should not talk to me that way. And uh, a lot of people were upset, like on the show. A lot of people were upset about the speech. They didn't like what he said. And there was a lot of speculation online. A A lot of people, I don't know where this came from, but a lot of people thought that Memphis called him boy, which, you know, a white man calling a black man boy is not good at all and it was outrage i mean the house seemed outraged so i thought it was that and you know but fine but then when we actually saw the ceremony he said um welcome to the grown-ups table exactly wait did he say grown-ups or the big boys table i think it was grown-ups okay because it did not have the word boy in it because i thought maybe that was that's what I was looking for. I was like, did he say boy at any time? And he didn't. It, he said, welcome to the grown-up table. And um, he got really offensive because he's like, he got offended because he's like, man, I am a grown-up. I think he's like 
I don't remember. He's told his age. I think he's like 35 or something. And, you know, Memphis is only like five years older or something like that. And he's like, welcome to the grown-ups table. It's unnecessary and it's aggressive. And David, well, David at first did take it badly. He, he was upset. But then he started um, crying and he was crying and Davon said to him, look, don't let them see your tears. And I tell you every, every day, don't clean up after them. Don't take their trash out. Because if, if you watch live feed, you, know, you would know that David cleans the house every day. He cleans the bathroom. He cleans the kitchen. He takes the trash out. I mean, he's one of the early risers like Memphis. And Memphis also will clean up the kitchen some. But um, David does a lot of it and gets no appreciation at all for it. But anyways, Davon was like, look, I've told you not to do this for these people. They don't care about you, and you can't let them see you cry. And, and he told her that, that he was kind of fake crying for sympathy and to make the house mad at Memphis. Um, so he had people in Memphis's alliance, like Cody, Tyler, Danny, they all like gave him big hugs and said, I can't believe he said that to you. Don't you worry. You're not going anywhere. Like all that stuff. And then after Cody hugged him and David was crying on his shoulder, Cody left the room and David turned around, looked right at the camera and gave us the biggest smile. So he was playing them and he did tell Davon, hey, I got people that were probably going to go against me to hug me and tell me that they're, they got my back this week. So I guess he, he could be a, an actor. <laughs> you know? I, I guess so. I, that I, I have to give him credit because I actually just recently said David is a horrible, horrible player. He is. Be he is. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that's, that, that, that was a good move, but I can tell you many things is he's not a good player. Well, what they showed with him and Devon, I am surprised she voted to keep him. Yeah, on the live feeds, she 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 was so torn, so torn. She really wants, uh, she really wants someone black to win the show because it's never happened. There's and, never and even I, been someone in, in that was up for it. There's never been a final two with a black person in it. So yeah, she, had, I agree. You know, so she had an alliance with. Bailey and David saying, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna make it to the final three. We're gonna make history." But David is spending a lot of time with Tyler, and he's kind of more of a like a guy's guy than he doesn't talk to them very much. And Kaser told Davon, I don't know if they showed this, but Kaser told Davon that there was definitely an alliance of several people, and he was pretty sure David was in it. And she didn't believe him. And then, then they showed where she was asking him about, is he in an alliance? And she, you know, she tried talking to him a couple of times. And every time, it was obvious that he doesn't really care about her game. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, she was struggling so hard with, can I vote him out when I want someone black to win? And there's only you know, three of us here. And, exactly. you know, so if Nicole A had been up against someone else, I think that Kaser could have convinced Davon and Bailey to vote with them. But because of who it was, 
they were not going to vote for for him to go home. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I agree too. But I and I think Davon has a big big role with this. But the way that that the conversation went, at least in a TV perspective, it was David. What are you doing? You know, I wanted to go in the house, smack him a little bit, and say, listen, you have to be at least. You know, if you don't want to tell the whole truth, at least, uh, you know, tell a half truth, right? At least when she says, are you in an alliance, don't say, I don't want to talk about it. I know. Change the subject. <laughs> that right? is so bad. <laughs> right? That is horrible. No, no. Davon is too smart for you. Davon has played this game twice before, as she said. She knows what is happening, and that just confirmed to her, yes, I have an alliance, and I just don't want you to be in it. After that, I was like, wow, David, I, you know, people wanted to give you another chance, but this kind of shows you're not the best player. If you want to talk your way out of it, there's a hundred other ways. Don't say, I don't want to talk to you about it. Yeah. You know, and Davon even said, I am being fully transparent with you. I am being open. I don't want, you know, anything to go, you know, wrong. I just want to be an open book with you. And he basically said, that's good. I don't want to be an open book with you, though. Right. Without saying it, he basically, he basically yeah. exactly did say that. And that was not a good move. And now I could see why she was struggling so much more, you know, because she re when Bailey's like, why don't we just vote him out? And she's like, Davon said, I'm down, you know, to do that now. After that conversation, I, you yeah. know, I suck. You know, and I had no idea who was going to go home, by the way. I really okay. wasn't. It, so was, it was it was very obvious on the live feeds. Was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. So they, they made it pretty not so obvious. On They definitely you know. knew the night of, which is why it was, it was supposed to be a unanimous vote. But Kevin, I can understand why he voted for her. But Enzo, I think he's just trying to start trouble in the house. Yeah, probably. Because why would he vote to keep her? Uh, it didn't make any sense. That is, that's true. That was, I didn't understand that. I was actually, you know, trying to ask. I don't think people really knew oh, okay. <laughs> why Enzo threw a rogue vote, but it was. I think vote. he just wanted to have some fun, stir up some. He he's crazy. He's like so funny. His stories are hilarious. And he will say, like, just about anything. So I could definitely see him being like, hey, I'm bored. I'm just going to throw a vote out there and see what happens. And the House did try to figure out. They were like, well, it must have been Kaser and Janelle. And it wasn't. Um, because I will tell you this on the live feeds. Kaser went to David and said, hey, look, I know you're not going home. I know Nicole is going home. Would you be okay if I voted for her to stay? Even, you know, even though I know it's not going to harm you, would you be okay with that? And he was like, no. <laughs> he was like, if you vote against me, then you voted against me, and that's a reason for me to vote against you. So Kayser and Janelle decided, you know, not to vote. They told her, you know, right before the vote, they told her, um, you know, that they just there's no way they could save her and that, you know, David wanted him them to vote. So they were doing it, you know. They explained it to her. But yeah. I was very surprised at David. I'm like, that's not a good move either. Exactly. I was <laughs> just going to say, you you telling me that, no, David, you say, okay, vote your way. But 
at least have in the back of your mind, you voted for me, I'm voting for you, I don't care. But you don't tell people your plan. You know, if you're going to get pissed at somebody, you either, like, blow up at them or you don't, and then you take it back, you know, you take it out on them later, which is what most people do. Yeah. But he's not really playing a game, it looks like. He is just being a semi – well, no, not a semi. He's being an honest person. And that's just not not a good move in so many ways. That's not yeah. a big brother player. He's you know, not, not. You're not going to make it to the end if you can't lie. I hate to say that, but everybody has to lie to somebody in this game. Absolutely. Or if not, like I, I always like to say the word half truth. Yeah, there are half truths. You, you know, you don't have to say. You could say, you know, listen, I'm not in a full alliance, but I do have someone watching my back. Sure, Tyler. He could have said that to Davon. Listen, she would have got it. I'm, you know just how she wants to be in that slick six yeah. or, you know, her little alliance. He, there's ways to play this game, and even though I've never played, but there's ways, even in life, to not show all your cards, right. but to show them just enough where it doesn't have people on your radar. To tell KSR straight out, you know, I'm going to vote for you, that gives me a reason. No, that's not good because KSR's not going to want to work with you, and you might need to work with somebody soon, you know, just just not you know just you have tyler in your corner right now but mm -hmm. yeah. listen the way you treated davon and the way you know you spoke with kesar of how truthful you are that's not too good you know yeah. he he's on i mean i watch him on the feeds and he he's not a good game player he, he can't talk to people at all without like giving something away <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I could, I could tell. He gave it away when, when uh, Davon was talking. Like he that gave was, away his alliance. That was one of the worst things I have ever seen someone say on Big Brother, where uh, they're like, "Uh, I got something, but I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> exactly. That's that was ridiculous. That was wow. You know. <laughs> yeah, and originally, like I said, the three of them, Bailey, Davon, and David, were supposed to be in an alliance to the final three, but he doesn't, he doesn't, I don't think he cares about that, honestly. Oh, I, no. He has a final not. two deal with Tyler, but Tyler has a final two deal to, I can't talk, Tyler has <laughs> a, a final two final. alliance with almost everyone in the house, every single guy but Kaser. No, and of Kevin. Course. He doesn't have one with Kevin. He doesn't have one with Kevin or Kaiser. And then he's also got a final two with a couple of the girls. Christmas is one of them. I'm not sure if he told Danny or Nicole, but yeah, he has he has the two. He has like a final deal with Enzo, Cody, David, <laughs> Christmas. You know. Yeah, with everybody, just like last. Just like he's yes, he is playing ago. exactly like he played before, and you know that's that could win him the season because this will probably this will hopefully not be a bitter jury, you know, and um, you know I think Tyler could win playing this way, but I don't know. Everybody knows his game, so I'm surprised people are like, yeah, let's do a final two. I I don't think anyone should take that to heart except for david probably believes it pretty strongly <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is which is why i don't think david will make it so far i don't either <laughs> but we'll we'll have to see you know I, i'm just super surprised that people want to play with with him you know yeah. with tyler if they if they watched it they they should know 
So what, I, what I'm hoping for, and if this cast is smart enough, which unfortunately I think some players just aren't, and I'm sorry, Enzo, yeah. you might be the funniest person, but I don't know how smart you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I know what you mean. You know, so if he doesn't smell that he he's with Cody a lot and he's with Memphis a lot and with other people and they haven't made the same deal, then you haven't, you know, been paying enough attention to either other seasons or interactions because, I don't know, I, I just kind of see, I could see through it, you know, and even I feel like, I don't know, but I'm sure Janelle knows he probably made this deal with everybody. I'm yeah. sure Kesar knows. These people that are actual good game players probably already know, you know, and that's why certain people are bigger targets because they know the little tricks of all these other people already. You know, and, and it just, it boggles my mind that Tyler's in the same position he was from the first time. Yeah. You know? Right. So, so basically, Nicole A. and David uh, were nominated. Yes. <laughs> and we, there was we some drama. <laughs> and we've talked about the drama with David. Uh, I'd like to talk about the drama with Nicole A., which I will say... There's no way that you saw enough of it on TV to actually understand what happened this week with Nicole. Why, why don't you tell me what they showed? Tell me what you remember about anything I, I about will. her. I will. So what I what they showed, which I I actually really want, I'm happy that we're speaking because they they didn't show enough. What they did show was that um, she was upset at Janelle and Kaser yes. without really explaining why. She said something, Janelle was talking to her and she made a snide comment and she said something like, oh, we'll see Janelle. And she left the room and Janelle started crying and she went in the diary, diary room and said, I really, really like Nicole. I think she is such a sweet and pure girl. Yeah. After that, she you she really also don't said know what happened. She said, uh, "I remember in the diary room." She said, "She's like a little sister to me." Uh, yes, sorry, that was that's like what broke my heart because I'm yeah. like, "What's going on?" Like Janelle really can play her own own game. She's Janelle, right? Yeah. She's she is the queen of Big Brother in my opinion, and she is, I, she is. <laughs> right. And I it hurt. I mean, I was like, she's taking she's trying to take you in, and this is. Not how you were paying her, but she's being honest with you. She wants to work with you, and you were a little nasty. And that's usually not the type of person Nicole is. So I was very confused as to why she acted that way. Okay. And, and yeah. what, you know, and there, there must have been something. Obviously, people have been telling her. Yes. But yeah. I, this, now you have to fill me in because I, I don't know it's what happened. It's a lot. It's a lot happened. We'll start off with. Memphis wins, and yes. Janelle and Kaser are very excited because they think that he'll work with them, but they don't know he's already got all these alliances. See, this the pregame alliances have truly screwed this season up. It's It really has messed it up because so many people came in ready to work with each other, and Kaser has, like, no one, you know? Like, yeah. um, and I don't think Nicole pregame. Nicole A. I know Nicole F probably did. But, um, okay, so Memphis wins. Uh -huh. Janelle and... <laughs> sorry. Memphis wins. Yes. Janelle and Kaser 
uh, go up there. Actually, what happened was he got wine in his uh, HOH basket. Janelle loves wine. And she asked him, could she share some of the wine with him? And he's like, yeah, sure, come upstairs. And, um, you know, so she went up there and was drinking wine with him. And they weren't even talking game, you know. They were talking about, like, wine and going to Sonoma and stuff. <laughs> and um, But she was up there for, like, two hours. And Nicole was, like, really paranoid about why is she up there for two hours. And then um, the way it really started was at the very beginning of the week, Kevin told Nicole A a lot of lies. He told her that Kaser and Janelle wanted her out and that they they told Memphis to put her up. Uh, just a lot of stuff. And then she was like, really? Oh, my gosh. And then she turned, like, to another person. So Memphis wins. What? I have a question. Yeah, Sorry. go ahead. Why, go ahead. Why, would, why would Kevin do that? I thought he would... I thought he would be uh, like want to work with Janelle and Kesa. He doesn't. He doesn't. Well, for one thing, he's mad that they were trying to get Keisha to stay over him the okay. first week. And I'll tell you that he is kind of a snake uh, that really gets in people's ears. And I think he's make stuff up. Um, you know, he gave Nicole probably the worst advice he could have and maybe caused her to go home. Because she turned, like, into another person. She gave people a lot of reason to get rid of her. Uh, so he wins HOH. And uh, Janelle and Kaser tell Nicole A that, you know, I don't think Memphis is going to put you up. He's our friend. Why would he put you up? You're not a threat. You know, they made her feel safe. And mm -hmm. then he told her to play the safety suite. And she didn't think she had to because Janelle and Kaser told her they didn't think Memphis was going to put her up. And she didn't like the numbers. And so if she, I don't know, if she had not been told by them that they think she's safe, maybe she would have played. I don't know if that would have made a difference. But she did, I heard her on a podcast. She said there was, she didn't regret not playing because how could she have won that? But it still, you know, gave Memphis something to say. Uh, so when she was nominated, she got really upset and was like, they told me he wasn't going to put me up. And they had gone up there. Let me tell you that after the safety suite and all that, and there was no nominations yet, Kaser and Janelle went up there, the HOH room. It was just the three of them talking. They were, and what, what they don't understand is Memphis is an alliance with half the house. And yeah. so they were saying, they were telling him, like, ideas, like, who do you think you want? What about this person? What about that person? Trying, They were like, we want to work with you. They'd already told him they wanted to work with him with, with Keisha, but he said, no, he wasn't going to vote for it because she wasn't going to have the votes. But he could have made it happen, honestly. But, um, yeah, so they talk to him for a while, and they tell him that they think she, they, he should put up Nicole F. Nicole F. was someone they were pushing for and um some other people you know but basically they said about nicole a she she why you know they basically said the same stuff to her like him but they basically said the same stuff to him that 
why would you put her up? You know, there's no reason to put these people up. This person's not a threat. That person's not a threat. You know, and and they talked to him for a while, and he realized they definitely did not want him to put Nicole A up. Yeah. Um, so, so that was an easy thing as well, because all he has to do is tell all of his alliance that she's in an alliance with them. <laughs> so he made his alliance happy, and... He didn't let on. Kaiser and Janelle still, they're not mad at him. You know, they're like, he wants to play his own game. He kept telling them this. I don't want to be in an alliance until halfway through the game. He says, unless it's just like with one person. He said, I don't like being in a big person alliance with a whole bunch of people. I like to play my way. And I don't want to play with a lot of people and that's what he was saying. He's like, once we get further in, then I'll talk alliances with you guys. So, you know, it was a lie, obviously. But he yeah. doesn't really, honestly, he doesn't like being in a big alliance. He doesn't, like, during his whole HOH, he never had them in his room. He was, like, if they tried to come in his room, most of them, he'd be like, you're safe. You don't need to talk to me. You are, you know you're not going home. Like, they, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't want anyone in his HOH room much at all. Uh, so... <laughs> He nominated her anyways, and Nicole got mad because Janelle and Kayser said they thought she'd be safe. And Janelle was like, I tried so hard. I talked to him about you a lot, and, and it's possible. I mean, I really think he was putting her up regardless, but she thinks that somehow, for no, I have no idea why, but Kevin is telling her that, Nicole, um, the Nicole A is being manipulated by Janelle, and uh, that she's using her. But what to do? What I don't know. Like it made no sense at all. But she believed Kevin because he was her best friend in the house, and um, so then there's the veto, which um, we haven't talked about the veto yet. Uh, we we did not. No. Okay, let's talk about the veto. <laughs> Okay, so the veto was um, obviously Nicole and David and Memphis, and then it was uh, Tyler. Not exactly sure of the other two. Wait a minute, say it again. It was Memphis, uh, Tyler, David, Nicole. Memphis, Tyler, David, Nicole, and I'm not sure of the other I two. I don't remember either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, it was a very forgettable. Yeah, it was, it, was, forgettable it was not a good competition at all. POV, exactly. It, it wasn't at, at all. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, you know, it was balancing a ball on a, a weird shape. It almost looked like a, a paint palette, right? They had a balance, mm -hmm. like a, a ball that, uh, on that type of thing. And Tyler thought he would win it. Yeah. And unfortunately, he didn't. It was Memphis who won. Right. Surprisingly. I didn't think Memphis was, uh, you know, so, such a calm beast. And you could see that he is. And that was, that was great. It, it was a weird, it was a very weird power of veto. Right? It was. And from what, I, what Nicole A said was that it was a very, very heavy object that they had to hold and balance the ball on. And, you know, she's like, it's too heavy for me. I couldn't possibly hold it for 20 minutes. Or, I don't remember how long Memphis went, but she's she went out very fast. And I, this 
this kind of brings up to me, do you feel like the comp, the couple of these competitions have been not as fair to the women? Like, the very first competition, when they went in yes. the house, that thing was, they, they all complained about how heavy the board was, and, you know, they should have at least let people finish it, even if it timed out, but they couldn't, because it was live, but... You know, we didn't have as many females um, going for it on the toadstools and stuff. And it just seemed like that wasn't real fair to the women to have a heavy board like that when the guys have the same boards. Uh, and they're, you know, and the guys are typically stronger. You can tell that most of these guys work out a lot. So, yes. yeah, that one. And then I felt like holding this ball one was not good, a good one for women either. Yeah, no, so some of them definitely are. You know, on certain shows, they do it to how much you weigh, right? They make it yeah. the weight. They they at least see how much you weigh yeah. to see what you can carry. So I, yeah. I do I do think it's more certain games are geared more towards the men. Obviously, the first one was because that yeah. board, it looked heavy, and you could even see the people struggling, yeah. at least the girls struggling. The girls said it was very heavy. I think yeah. Christmas was, like, the only one that was like, oh, it was easy for me. Yeah, but she's, like, a, a beast. <laughs> I know. And then, um, and then this also, it looked pretty heavy. There was no girls in the final three. I mean, first off, I only think uh, Nicole A. And, like I said, I can't remember the other one. I think Ian also played. But I don't know if uh, – did I don't know if Danny played. I don't remember who – I'm sure there was another girl. But With the balls? Yeah. I don't – I kind of think she was the only girl. Was she? Yeah, because I think it was Ian also, and then I forgot the last person, but um, yeah. It, I think, it just, was it Enzo? I don't know. Probably, I honestly yeah, can't I, remember. It doesn't matter, I guess. Exactly. So th the truth is, I know it was between Memphis and Tyler, and Memphis won it. Yes. And Mem um, sorry, and um, Tyler had told David... He had made it seem like if he won, he was going to take him off the block. But I don't think Tyler really wanted to do that. Um, I don't think he wanted that responsibility that early on to piss Memphis off, and, and he didn't know who would go up and then plays, you know, that. So I, I'm not sure Tyler actually wanted to win it, to be honest. Oh, oh wow. Because I, I thought, so the TV watching it made it seem like he would, definitely take off david if you want it but he was trying well, yeah it yeah did... i mean i don't know yeah he did say he did tell david he would take him off but he also there was a lot of more discussion than that you know he wasn't it wasn't like that that wasn't the only discussion about it other he talked to other people and other people were like you know you'll piss memphis off you might piss other people off you'll, you'll have someone else go on the block they'll be pissed so i'm not sure honestly if he would have used it or not, I really don't know. That's okay. I mean, that's all I know is I'm not sure. Yeah, but you could see that he was he was playing. He was. He was. He was yeah. Well, he did say early on, like he said he would never throw a comp, no matter what. Uh, I think that was probably live feeds, and uh, you know, so maybe he was trying his hardest. I'm, you know, so I don't know, but Memphis won it, which. He won two in a row, which nobody really remembers him for winning comps. This was his first HOH ever. 
He yeah. didn't get an HOH on his first season, and he made it to the final two. You know, so obviously not that much of a comp beast. Although yeah, he no. did say, he said, he said this to David or Nicole. I don't remember which, but he said on his season, anytime he was put on the block, he won. He used the veto to save himself and that he believes that your safety is in your own hands and no one else's. And that if you want to be off the block, then you go beat the veto. You go win the veto and you're off the block. And he makes it seem like that's, you know, so simple. But that's just more of uh, Memphis's philosophy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's like a straight shooter. Like, do it. Yeah. If you want to do it, do it yourself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he won the veto and Janelle tried to convince him to backdoor someone. Um, she was like, let's take Nicole off and let's backdoor. She was, the people, though, that she mentioned are in his alliance. She wanted to either backdoor Nicole F or Cody, even Tyler. You know, she's like, these are strong, these are strong people that we should get out. And, you know, but he, he wasn't going to use it, you know. He, yeah, he made he, up his he mind. He talked to them and said, "Yeah, maybe I'll think about it, but I, I don't think he ever intended to use it on anyone." Uh, so they even tried to get him to use the veto, and he didn't. I don't remember what he said in his speech if it was any big deal. Uh, I don't remember the veto speech that well. So. Yeah, I don't. He didn't really give a veto. He didn't give a veto speech. Okay. He just said he wasn't gonna. You know, he's just not using it. He wanted. That was basically it. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. So. So we'll go back to Nicole really soon. I have to say, this is also something about Memphis, and I will tell you that I really don't like Memphis. I remember season ten, and I remember liking him. Not you know he was likable and this season i don't think he is and so when he was talking about possibly using the veto cody told him that davon is going around saying there's definitely an all guy alliance and that maybe they should get rid of davon and they talked about it and they said you know maybe not this week maybe next week basically but when cody this is almost the exact words. Cody says to Tyler, Davon is telling everyone there's an all-guy alliance. And Memphis said, well, that's retarded. And oh, Cody wow. said, you can't say that, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that just shows more of his character, which, of course, they weren't going to show that on TV. And no. I haven't heard him yeah. say it any other times or anything, but, you know, he's... <sighs> I don't like him. <laughs> Let's just say yeah. he's. I, I have a hard time this season finding people to root for. So, Nicole. Let's talk about Nicole. Oh, my gosh. Kevin started it for sure. But then when Memphis put her up and didn't take her off of the video or anything, she just kept getting more angry and more angry at Janelle and Kaser because they were spending a lot of time in his HOH room and other stuff. They were in there trying to save her. Like, they spent a lot of time talking to him about possibilities. What about this? What if we get rid of David? You know, 
all kinds of stuff, and he wasn't going to budge. He listened to them and acted like he cared, but he didn't. And, you know, they were they were really upset because they honestly thought that she was going to be safe that week. And they were both, both heartbroken that she was going to leave. They both loved her. And so after Kevin has told her, you know, I think Janelle's using you, she's, Nicole got mad at them. She did not tell them that she was mad at them for a while though. So they didn't know she was mad and she was going to everyone in the house and talking bad about them. She gave all any kind of secrets they had, which they don't have a lot of secrets because it's just the two of them, but like yeah. <laughs> who they want out. Like she was like, they, you know, they really want Nicole F out and they talk so bad about her and they say all this stuff. And I watched the live feeds and I barely see them talk about anybody. Honestly, they don't, they're not the kind of people that sit around and just talk bad about other people. They're, yeah. you know, like, they're not. When they're together, and they're together a lot, when they're together, they talk about their life. They've talked about, you know, their kids, their spouses, their jobs, like, everything. They've really caught up and become good friends again. They don't, they, Kaser likes to talk game, but Janelle has basically been like, look, what else can we do? So, yeah. actually, what Kaser did is he started going around the house trying so hard to flip the vote um, he woke Christmas up early in the morning to, to beg her to keep Nicole, which he didn't know that she, he doesn't think Christmas is an alliance and he kept trying to form one with her and you know, she, she wouldn't join. And he also, basically this is what he wanted it to be. The votes. He thought he could get the, these votes, Janelle and Kaser, Kevin, Bailey, Davon and Christmas would have been enough to save her. Yeah. And he tried with these people. Well, Christmas was never going to vote with them. Uh, and then with Bailey and Davon, like I said, Bailey and, and Davon were having a really hard time, especially Davon. Davon, like, she was sick about it. Like, she loved Nicole A. She was like, she's one of the nicest people in here. I don't want to vote her out. I don't want to vote her out, but... You know, we already discussed this. And she, I mean, it made her sick. She was, like, sick in the bed because she was so, so upset about this decision. Um, but anyhow, we'll go back to <laughs> Nicole, I guess. Kaser tried so hard. I mean, so hard that Janelle and Kaser tried so hard that they literally just completely sunk their game. Uh, they were pushing people. They were, they exposed an alliance. It was a really, was an alliance. Uh, and he ex they exposed it, and so that just made people want to vote them out, <laughs> not vote with them more, because yeah. you know he basically he figured out that. Co did they show this? Uh, when he well they sh so they showed the Cody when Janelle walked in on the little powwow, but they showed this after, um, after. The, the new HOH, which I mean, everyone knows spoilers, and this is already a little after yeah, Tyler's HOH. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they they the, did show that they they found out that for at least four of the people they figured that out last week. No, I'm sorry, they didn't show it till this week. They figured out last week. They Kaser basically started telling people that he was positive that Cody, Tyler, Danny, and Nicole F were a foursome. And every time he told people this, if they were not 
aligned with those people. <laughs> but like when he told Davon this, and you know, she was like, "I can see that. I see them together all the time. I believe that." You know, and it got back to Tyler and everything. Anyways, they all found out about it, and and it just made them hate Janelle and Kaser more. But anyhow. That's one way Kaser was trying to get the vote was by exposing alliances, and he just missed out that uh, Christmas and Memphis are also in that alliance because they don't; those two don't really hang out with that other foursome. The foursome hangs out all the time, so it's they kind of make it obvious, and they all sleep in the same bedroom in the photograph room. So they they kind of made it obvious, uh, but Kaser is very smart and observant, so he figured it out, you know, right away. And another thing, they oh, they were trying to get Ian's vote, and Ian was like, um, you know, I can't, I have to, I'm sorry, I forgot what no. he said. <laughs> he, he didn't want to vote with them, he wasn't sure if he wanted to vote for them, because he wanted to vote the same way as Nicole F., because they have an alliance, just the two of them, called the Millionaire Club. However, oh, wow. okay. but he, but Ian didn't know that she was in any other alliance. Kaser told him, look, she's in an alliance. This is the alliance, Cody, Tyler, Danny, Nicole F. This is the alliance, and if she's really a final two with you, why didn't she include you in that alliance? This upset Ian a lot. He got very upset about this, which made the house mad at Kaser. Even though they were like, Kaser just went in there purposely to upset him. They just wanted to make him mad. They just wanted to upset him for no reason. That's not what happened, you know. But basically what happened was he, he talked to Nicole F. And basically because he suspect, you know, he was asking her if she was in alliance or whatever. And so he made his new, he made a new alliance with him, Nicole F. There's four of them. It doesn't have Tyler in it. Okay, so it's Cody, Danny, Nicole F, and N, and he calls it four, four prime, prime four, something like that. Uh, most of these lines have no names. <laughs> so basically, Nicole F had to get him in an alliance with her so that he feels like they are working together. So that's basically what happened is Kaser told him the truth. Like, Kaser doesn't go around lying. People are, like, saying he's lying to N. It's not a lie. Uh, however, <laughs> we can get back to Nicole A. Yeah. Um, some people got her ear, but she would go to every single person and be like, look, I'm not working with them. If you keep me, I'm putting them on the block if I win. Uh, I know that they were using me and they manipulated me. And, you know, I feel stupid and dumb, but if you keep me, you know, I promise that they're my targets and stuff like that. And, you know, so she was hanging out with, like, Danny and Nicole F., and they were saying Janelle is such a manipulator. They talked a lot about Janelle, okay, when Janelle was never talking about them. <laughs> and so she ended up basically, almost everyone in the house, she had a conversation where she's like, you know, I can't stand them, they're manipulative, they used me. And s several people did say, why would they do that? And she's like, I don't know, she did just like to play with people. You know, like, ridiculous stuff, honestly. But this is the truth, and Kaser had said this as well, you know, she just came off of her season. 
she went from her season to this season, and there was a lot of emotional stuff in her first season. And I think this was maybe too soon to come back. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Casey I agree said with that. that he thinks that's what happened is that she felt like she was played in the her season, and that people were telling her she's being played again, and it made her so upset that she like went off the deep end. Um, I will say this: I know a lot of people probably have posted the nastiest stuff about Nicole because of all the stuff she said about Casey and Janelle. And she should never have said stuff. It wasn't even, like, true. But whatever. I'm going to say, please, please leave her alone. Like, she didn't... She wasn't being... Trying to be a vicious person. She honestly felt like she was being used for whatever reason. And she is a super sweet person. I mean, she won America's Favorite Player last year. She's not winning it this year. Uh, she's, she made quite a few of the fans angry and... It was just, you know, it was just a lot. It's so well, much that, that I can't even does, tell you all. But it was just, it was constant all week long on the feeds. All you saw was her talking bad about them or them talking to each other about, is there any way we can keep her? You know, so, so the crying and all that. So they actually did not show the crying at the correct time. They changed that. She had cried before that conversation. Um, she... Janelle, this is was only the third time that Janelle has cried on TV. Yes, Janelle is not a crier no, at all. She cried both times Howie was evicted, and this was the third time you know that we've seen her cry. And I don't know how much they showed her her saying, but she she was saying you know she's like a little sister to me. I love her. I really thought that I could help her out in this game. That I could watch out for her, and I feel like. You know, we've really let her down that she's going home because she's associated with us. And she felt really bad about it, you know. And um, Kaser felt bad about it, too. They both felt very bad. But after he saw Janelle crying, he, he went to Nicole A. and said, you know, Janelle's crying. And she never cries. And I don't know why you think that Janelle did something to you but you have absolutely no reason to be mad at us we haven't done anything against you and you know so she didn't say anything at the time but basically at a different time she went up to janelle and they i think they showed a little bit of this where she was like janelle i don't know if you like me or don't like me or if you want to keep me or get rid of me i can't understand what you want and Janelle's like, what are you talking about? And Nicole A left the room. And then they, so, so, sorry, sorry. No, you tell me what you remember from that. So that's what they showed. And then they showed Janelle cry. So they showed this, that, that exact little scene and that interaction when Nicole, when she's like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you want from me, um, Janelle. And I don't know if you're playing me or not. I don't mm -hmm. know what's going on. And then she kind of storms out of the room. And yeah. that's when they show Janelle crying. And that's not when Janelle cried. Janelle cried before this. When Okay. Yeah. She cried before this because she knew basically Nicole was going to go home and that there was nothing else they could do about it. And she felt so just she felt like she really let her down because she felt like she could convince Memphis to keep her safe. And when she couldn't, they felt like failures. You know, they felt like we really love this person and want her to do well. 
And yeah. so people kept, you know, every uh, Nicole F. and Danny, I don't know what their deal is, but they they talk about Janelle so much more than Janelle ever talks about them. And so it, I've, I've, I've <laughs> heard that. I've heard that they can't keep Janelle's name out of their mouth, no. both Danny and Nicole. And it's just very irritating to a lot of people. And they just can't understand it. Like, they're super, you know, that they're so jealous and they're super invested in her. And it's just, it boggles their mind because Janelle – So, and I don't watch live feeds. This is just from hearsay. Yeah. But Janelle really doesn't say so much about them. She, but ne- she rarely say. talks about them. Rarely. That's, that's funny. <laughs> they, it's funny. They it just shows how much room. mature – Well, the, you know, like, Nicole F. is – especially sensitive to anyone not liking her and she keeps talking about i don't understand why she doesn't like me i invited her to my wedding and you know we did the amazing same season of the amazing race together they weren't on the same team but um where this apparently all came from is the amazing race is that nicole and vic um did a U-turn on um, Rachel Riley. Was she with her? She was with her sister. And, yeah, um, and Alyssa. Yeah. yeah. And so Janelle had, like, asked them not to do that because she wanted all of their teams to be there. She was friends with both. And when they did that, Rachel was really upset and was talking bad about Nicole. And <laughs> what's so funny is that Victor was like, okay, I've got the receipts on this, and he posted some pictures of their tweets. Did you see that? I did not see that. He took it down quickly because it was a text message between Rachel, no, between uh, Janelle and Nicole F. uh, about Rachel, where... She says, look, I'm friends with both of you. I want us just to all be happy. I just want us to all get along. I don't want to pick a side. It was stuff like that, and which, you know, he posted that, and then everyone's like, all you're doing is showing us how much be- how much nicer Janelle is than Nicole F. Because she, she, Nicole F. is like, Rachel hates me. Rachel hates me. And that's why Janelle hates me is because Rachel told her to hate me and Rachel talks bad about me all the time. And it's just like this. I feel like Nicole F has gone off the deep end as well because it's weird. On one of the earlier episodes, Janelle went up to her and said, hey, nobody knows I was invited to your wedding, right? And she's like, no. And she's like, so they don't know we're friends. Like she wanted to work with her. And... She also wanted to work with Danny, but they both, instead, Danny and Nicole Evans, they got together to basically just bash Janelle constantly. Like, it's I'm crazy. Just, I'm sorry, but I'm just happy I'm not a girl for this reason <laughs> yeah. alone. Is because all you girls, not all, sorry, <laughs> but you love to gossip, right? Like you, Like, you could see these two girls, that one girl tried to befriend and work with just not only said no but they're talking about her that's so catty and it just never ends it, these girls i i they i heard them described as like the mean girls and now you're just really solidifying the fact that they are like just 
don't just leave me now alone and go talk about somebody else. <laughs> they will right? on the live feeds. They will show them talking bad about her while she is downstairs cooking them dinner. Like she cooks dinner like every almost every day. She made tacos. She made uh, regular tacos. She made vegan tacos, and she made some sort of tacos with slaw. She spent all this time doing all that, and they all got to eat it. They all got to sit together and eat it. And, you know, that's what she was doing all day. Was Actually, all day. She spent the whole day making a cake for Kaser. Homemade from scratch with their materials. It was amazing. And so, you know, first she spent hours making a cake, and then she made the tacos. So she spent basically the whole day in the kitchen doing stuff for other people while they're in other rooms talking bad about her. You know? That is so bad. That is hard. That's so bad. I mean, it's really bad. That's why you probably see a lot of fans, you know, upset about this because it's like overboard. It's crazy. Like, they're always like, I bet she's talking bad about us. I bet she said this. I bet she hasn't. <laughs> you it, know? It, also, it also shows the caliber of not only player that Janelle is, but of the person she is. Right. She's not catty. She's not. And she is just a smart and good player. She doesn't need to go around and, you know, I mean, she, eventually, hopefully, she, she does and she will. But, you know, it's like these people are just so, like, they have that mom mentality. But also, she won't go and talk to you behind your back. She will say it to your face. And that is what you should respect. And I think just people are very scared of her just because of how great she is. And yeah. I think not only as a player, but as they could see as a more mature woman. I feel like possibly Janelle would have done that 10 years ago when she played originally. Yeah, yeah. But, a while ago. But, you know, ago. they've seen, they, she matured. Like, she's, she's 40 not, years old, you know? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's she's matured. She's not being catty. And uh, hello, John, Danny, you're not that far behind, or Donnie. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but Danny? she's not that far behind <laughs> Danny, right? Is yeah. It? So, Danny, you really should, you know, learn to to really stop speaking, okay? Because I can't see you winning either right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? I, I Listen, she has to stop becoming a mean girl, stop doing that, because it's such an unattractive look for such a pretty woman. It's, yeah. you know... I'm I'll be honest. I'm very disappointed because I I did I was a fan of Danny's before and oh me too. I me really too. this season I can't I can't root for her. You know I just can't. Yeah. So it's, when you see people in the live feeds, I'm sure talking bad about people is just such a turnoff. You know, and like yeah. I said, through other people, I've heard that especially those two just can't keep Janelle's name out of their mouth. They just constantly. Belittle her, belittle her, and talk bad about her. Yeah, and it's horrible. It's it really is. And I feel and I hope, not I hope because I, I shouldn't, but they will get a lot of hate after. They already season. have got a lot of hate. I will tell you, Ugh. I've seen. Well, you know, because I keep up with what other people are saying too. I will tell you, Nicole A lost fans. Danny has lost fans. Nicole F. I don't know if she's lost fans because I think her fans know what she's like and don't care actually on our zoom call last night there was a person that joined and she looked a lot like nicole and scott, did everyone boo no <laughs> so scott <laughs> says to her hey you actually look a lot like that girl on big brother and she said 
oh, Nicole F is my favorite cast member. I love her so much. And, and she's like, I don't care what anybody else says. I think she's awesome. And I said, wait, do you watch the live feeds? And she said, no. And then I said, you really don't know her then. <laughs> like, I know that may be rude. I used to be a very casual fan who only watched the three episodes a week. And it wasn't until I really started paying attention to live feeds that I realized just how much you miss. Which is with any reality show, you miss a lot of stuff. But That's true. That's true. I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to see what's really going on in the house versus what they show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I actually am, I like it a lot. And I like talking about it a lot. So that's what I like talking here on this podcast <laughs> with you about. Yeah, absolutely. And I love hearing it. Even though you could tell a little just how jealous they are, both of them especially. Yeah. Just, just you know, through the context of the show or wanting them so badly to backdoor Janelle or, you know, like telling Memphis or them always together, you could obviously see that it's, you know, it's, it's a toxic combo. Yeah. You know? So... Which, <laughs> which I believe, by the way, will come and bite them in the ass soon. I, sh I sure do hope so. Uh, I mean, they're already talking, the two of them are already talking about turning on their alliance. You know, of course, you of know, course. the two of them have become like best buds. And even though I never saw them make a final two deal, uh, they might have. I just didn't see it. Or it doesn't matter. They just know who they need to get out. You know, people in their own alliance. They're like, we got to get rid of, you know, they're like, we can't beat Christmas. We can't beat Tyler. We can't beat Cody, <laughs> you know, making yeah. a list, hit their hit list, I guess. And the reason why, and what's funny is because the reason why they can't is exactly why what we were speaking about before is because how catty they are right, right? Yeah. no they know that people are already looking at them because it, it makes sense at least i might not be such a fan of cody okay yeah but at least he's not like saying such crap about other people at least i don't know but i can't see guys doing that it's just because you know we don't care okay you suck i don't like you that's it well but i could yeah. see girls going deeper you well, know cody talks bad about kaser Oh, did he? He did during his HOH, and he did that past week when Kaser's telling everybody Cody's in an alliance. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why he dislikes Kaser so much, but yeah, he doesn't like him. I'm a, and, and let me say, the guys don't gossip nearly as much as the girls do, but they still talk bad about people. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you're in the house 24-7. You're going yeah, you to have Yeah, you're going to talk about people at some point. But let's get real. We know the girls are the real gossip queens. <laughs> <laughs> True. So Nicole was like, this is what she said to Janelle. I don't know if they showed this. She said, if I'm in an alliance with you and Kaser and you go up to the HOH room, why aren't you taking me with you? Like, if I'm part of your alliance, shouldn't I be up there? Janelle's like, Memphis isn't like that. Memphis doesn't want to have an alliance. And she's like, I don't understand. We don't even have to have an alliance. We just have to have an agreement not to vote each other out for a while. You know, she's like, I'll just say that if he's on the block, I won't vote for him. If he, you know, uses, I don't know if that was before the veto or after. But um, she said it was really suspicious that they were spending so much time with Memphis and she's the one who ended up on the block. And other people were feeding her this, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, so it was sad. I'll say it was sad. She was, so... Yeah, she basically said that if her and Janelle and Kaser were in an alliance, then they should be including her in everything. 
And they weren't because they were mainly Kaser was going individually to people talking about, you know, would you consider an alliance if we save her? We could have these people. You know, he was doing that. He, it doesn't make sense for him to take her around with him. And Janelle knows that a lot of people in the house don't like her and don't care for her opinion. So other than Memphis, she really didn't talk to anybody because she felt it would actually hurt Nicole her game you know it would hurt nicole a's game because there's people that don't like janelle and Kaser for some reason absolutely um, the whole she yelled at her she didn't yell and i don't know if nicole a ever yells but you know they showed that scene and then she left the room and they showed janelle crying which was not from then what actually happened was nicole a came out really mad and i don't remember who she told but she said to someone i just came out of there i just got done yelling at Janelle and she better not follow me she better not follow me out of there because I'm I'm gonna yell at her more and so somebody <laughs> went in there and said hey I heard that Nicole was in here yelling at you and Janelle said this is a quote Janelle said that was yelling <laughs> you know because <laughs> you know? she really wasn't even I mean, you saw what she said and how she said it, it wasn't really like a screaming match or anything no not at all but yeah it wasn't a after that, Janelle had a conversation with her. Basically, all the stuff I've already said. They both told her that they have tried as hard as they could. That is just not happening. And she, they were like, I don't know why you're mad at us. And, you know, I wouldn't even say they really made up. I think that it was hard. Janelle at one point said, I don't know what she's taking, but it's making her crazy. I think I think they didn't show that. <laughs> no, they I didn't. And Kaser's like, yeah, I really don't think she should have come back so soon. Like they were nice about it, even when she was being—I don't know if I would even say she'd be mean to them—but she was like taunt, saying that she thought they'd been lying to her and manipulating her. They were hurt. They were hurt, and they both were super sad that they couldn't keep her. And they really, Kaser especially, probably ruined his game to save her because he was so pushy. He was just like, you know, going to Christmas a lot, going to Davon a lot, like almost begging. Like he's like, let's get an alliance. There's another alliance on the other side of the house. His only problem was that he didn't get all of the members, so that yeah. messed him up. I mean, there is a side of the house that could have saved her and turned the game around, but they don't want to do it this early. I mean, like they could have kept Keisha, but some people don't want to. They don't play they just the game. Want, you know, they don't want to play the game yet. They want to see what's going to happen. They're under the radar. They don't want to make a big move. And I'll tell you, if Kaser is loyal to you, he is loyal to the end. Like I said, he asked David about the voting, and that was probably the last time he talked to somebody. But before that, it was just constant, a constant thing. And apparently Nicole was asking people if they she was going on her own asking people if they would save her somebody i don't know who it was because i didn't see that part somebody told her you know stop asking me you you know just don't ask me anymore and she went in the room crying and and danny was holding her danny you know one of the people that's gonna get voter out was hugging her and holding her and telling her no it's okay it's all right and then Tyler comes in the room, and he comes over, and he puts his arms around her. He's like, hey, we all love you. It's all love. And Enzo, I think, came in the room, and he walked over there, just kind of stood there because he didn't know what to do. But I'm like, all of these people don't want you here. And she's crying and talking about, still talking about Janelle, mainly Janelle more than Kaser, but... 
That's just because they would tell her how manipulative and how good Janelle was. And Janelle is totally chilling. She's like, I'm 40 years old. I'm here to have fun. She's like, I don't, you know, I'm here to have fun. I'm not here to be mean or get in fights and stuff. I know I've talked about it a lot, but that was really mainly what happened all week was Nicole was going crazy. That's crazy. And like bashing. And bashing them. Yeah, bashing them a lot, saying how horrible they were who they talk, you know, how bad they talk about people. You know, maybe one time, Janelle, like, maybe once or twice, Janelle said something bad about Nicole F. And she's just saying, they talk about Nicole F. all the time. They want Nicole F. out. I mean, it's just like crazy stuff. I'm like, what are you, seriously, what are you on? Because it was, just didn't make any sense. And near the end, Kevin realized that maybe he was wrong. And he told her, you know what, maybe I was wrong about them. I don't know. And she's like, well, why did you tell me that stuff then? And he's like, because that's what it looked like. It looked like they weren't including you in the alliance. <laughs> she still wasn't like, okay, I'm wrong. A couple of times near the end, she's like, if I'm wrong, then I'm sorry, but I don't think I'm wrong. She came out of the house. <laughs> Julie was a Told little her. harsh with her. What did Julie say? Do you remember? <laughs> I, I No, Julie wasn't harsh. She said... I just wanted to, you know, uh, by the way, you shouldn't feel bad. You were you were America's favorite player last year. Right. And just to let you know, Janelle and Kesar were for you 100%, and they never wavered. And then she the said, so people... why did you? Yes. So why, why did, did you? you... Oh, I don't know exact her word, but it, it was like, so why didn't you believe them? Why yes. were you so sure they were lying? And that to me, I mean, I know it doesn't sound real harsh, but she's bring, you know, she's like bringing it right up to the surface. Why were you talking so bad about them all week when they liked you? Exactly, but I don't <laughs> like again. I don't think that was too harsh, you know. Like for well, her to bash them, for her to like say like the mean things, at least from what you're telling me. Yeah, Julie should get to know like why she was so. I think all of America. That was watching the live feeds was wondering what happened, why, why, you know, it makes no sense. And it, there really is no why. She just, it was, I think it was just an emotional toll on her being on the block. And it just, it sometimes, been, yeah. when, sometimes when people get put on the block, they, their personality changes because they're so stressed, they're emotional. It doesn't always happen. We've seen it happen quite a few times. And, yeah, you know, I, I don't blame her for being paranoid and stuff i still don't get really why she listened to kevin and not janelle and caser um true. i did hear I so i heard her on a podcast this was his real fast i heard her on um rob has a podcast and they talked very little about it because she's just like you know i'm sorry I'm, i apologize to them i'm sorry and then he said so who do you want to win and she said well i want david and kevin to be the final two and I was surprised. I was like, after she got out of the house, she saw their messages. She probably read a bunch of stuff. I'm like, she's not rooting for Janelle and Kaser after <laughs> all they did for her? I'm like, what the hell? This is crazy. Like, surely she knows now that they were never against her. But then Rob said, but who do you think is going to win? And she said, I think Tyler is going to win right now is who she, she predicted. I didn't listen to the whole thing, so that's all I know. <laughs> but yeah. I was—I yeah. mean, I was so—I'm—I'm I'm sorry. I just was so shocked that she didn't say Janelle and Case or I hope they win or anything, you know. But whatever, that was her week. Have we talked about <laughs> everything? 
we have. I believe we talked in in depth. <laughs> I like to talk in depth. I, I hope people don't mind that. The only thing I wanted to talk about was alliances. Would you consider this a spoiler if there's people on live feeds making alliances but they haven't showed it on TV? No, no. Because you honestly, just... you don't know who these people are actually going to stick with any of this. Exactly. So obviously, we got Janelle and Kaser. They have no yep. one willing to work with them. And Bailey and Davon are a final two. And I think they're pretty tight. Then Ian has an, a final two with Nicole F. But Nicole F. has a final two with several people. She has one, well, Cody. She's told Cody for sure that they're final two. Maybe Danny. I'm not sure. But I know that Ian is not the only person she is a final two deal with. No, definitely with Cody because they showed yeah, that. Cody. So Cody has made a final two deal with Enzo, Memphis, Nicole F., and possibly Tyler. I couldn't remember. Then Tyler has a alliance. I think I said this earlier. With every single guy in the house but Kaser. And mm -hmm. I, I think Christmas as well. And I don't know if there's any other girls. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. There's the one I told you about, which is Ian, Danny, Cody, and Nicole. Then there's one that is Enzo, Bailey, Davon, Tyler, and Cody. The Slick Six. Yes. I only have five people written down. Oh, is it? I Didn't they? They made a name. Because, I mean, they showed it on. I'm trying to episode. remember who the other person would be. I, I, I don't know. It's not Memphis, so. No, who I know. Is it? I, I don't Bailey, know. Davon, Bailey, Davon, Cody, Enzo, Tyler. And Tyler. And there was someone. There must, if it's the Slick Six, then there must be someone Christmas, I missed. Christmas? Maybe Christmas? Now, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure Bailey and Davon were the only girls in it. Oh, okay. But I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Like, sometimes you see stuff on the feeds, and it's like, goes fast, and you miss it. Um, so then there's the original alliance that started with um, the very first HOH, and that was Memphis, Christmas, Danny, Nicole F., Cody, and Tyler. Kevin, you might notice uh, Kevin is not mentioned in any of these alliances. I have noticed that. David is also not mentioned in any of these alliances, except for the fact that Tyler told him final two. So you might notice that Cody is in a lot of alliances. Tyler is in a lot of alliances, Nicole F. is in a lot of alliances, and Danny's in a lot of alliances. So we have four players. Okay, Cody, Tyler, Danny, and Nicole F. are in a ton of alliances. Sometimes they know that they're, they're the real four and they're adding people because people are getting suspicious. So it's hard for me, honestly, to know who has who's back right now. Other than Janelle and Kaser, Davon and Bailey, I don't... I think Memphis is very aligned with Cody, but I don't know if Cody would take Memphis. You know, like I said, Ian uh, really has a deal with uh, Nicole, but Nicole F, but Nicole F, you know, has all these other alliances. So, anyways, I just wanted to mention that I have never seen so many alliances. Have you? Like, I mean, no, I haven't. That so that this is actually exciting, and like this might be good because there's going to be a time where it's going to blow up. Yes. Sooner than later, especially the two big ones, right? The original one and the yeah. one that Enzo's in with Bailey and Davon. Mm. So once that blows up, those two alliances, they're going to know which people are in it, at least 
the people that are like in both, and then that they're going to cause a lot of trouble, which is Cody, Danny, Cody, Tyler, right, are going to be those big ones. And I'm mm-hmm. sure they people are going to figure out that Nicole and Danny are in, you know, others. Yeah. You know, I, I, I feel yeah. like because there's so many alliances right now that it's going to blow up and people are going to go against each other. And like you said before, that's why I think I said Danny and <laughs> – Danny and Nicole already want to go against their lines. Right now, it seems like everyone in the house is kind of like, let's get rid of Janelle and Kaser, and then we'll start playing the game. You know? Like, why don't we just get rid of them? Nobody wants to play with them. You know, but at the same time, yeah, no one wants to play with them, so they're not really threats. People in the house are definitely, like, don't like Janelle. Like I said, girls. Um, although Bailey loves Janelle and they're friends, um, you know, so it's not like every girl is talking bad about her. No, of course, of course. And I feel like Davon, I mean, I don't know, but I could also see Davon possibly, you know, not hating her. I don't know, though. Like I said, I don't watch. Davon is playing a better game than she has in the past, but in the past, she had better instincts. Like, Uh this Enzo thing is not real. She, she thought there was an all-guy alliance. And Enzo heard about it, and Enzo said, look, we got to get Bailey and Devon in an alliance with us so they don't think we're in an all-guy alliance. So yeah. they, they started one with Enzo, Bailey, <laughs> Devon, Tyler, Cody, and possibly somebody else. I don't know. Uh, I don't hmm. remember who. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I don't think that's a real alliance. You know, Bailey no, and Devon, Bailey and Devon yeah. are like, oh, yeah, we're, we're part of this alliance. We're, they are interested. I mean, not interested. They are... They're into it. They are loyal to this so far. A couple of people are gone. It's going to be crazy in there. It, I think it will get crazy. I know a lot of people are already like, I don't even want to watch the rest of the season because it's not going to be any fun. You know, they're not making it fun. They're being, like, you know, mean all the time. And uh, I've heard of that, too. Yeah, yeah so definitely. there's a lot of people that don't like this season, which is disappointing because I've been waiting for this season for so long. I love All-Stars. I know some people don't like like All-Stars type of things. They like to see new people, but maybe it's because I love the challenge so much and I'm so used to rooting for the same people. That, oh, yeah, no, I love All-Stars. I, yeah, I, I like to know beforehand who is in the game and then i'm like oh okay this is definitely who i'm gonna root for you know so i like all stars it took us a very long time i mean season seven was all stars and this it now we're on 22 uh, yeah. season the you know they voted a girl out first that's the first time a girl has been voted out first since season 15 season oh, wow. 15 have voted out a girl first all 21 seasons there was only seven times a woman went home first wow and I, I could only find, like, two seasons where two women went out first. And uh, if we have a third woman out, that there's never been... I mean, it's, it's like history, but not the kind of history you want. Like, you don't want to be known for, you know, the season that got rid of all the girls first. Exactly. So that's just a little <laughs> trivia because it, I'm, I am surprised at how much the guys, because every HOH has been a strong guy, how they want to get out player a weak girl like i'm not saying girls are weak christmas is the only one in there that is like muscular the guys and christmas is like those are going to be your physical threats but they decided to go with girls anyhow i just wanted to bring that up because i think no, that was kind of crazy and if there's anything that i missed 
uh, I would love for people to ask me questions, um, send me questions, and if you want to know what's going on in a specific situation, I'm watching, ask me questions, and I can let you know what's going on. Do you want to tell us how to follow you again? <laughs> uh, sure. It's Shimbo84 on Twitter and Instagram, and you could ask me questions also. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you don't know Shimbo, he's amazing. He's a, uh, well, thank you. He is amazing. He did this as a favor for me because I was having some difficulties um, getting this going, and he offered to help me out, which is great. And um, but he's a really nice guy. He's not. I mean, you should get to know him. He's awesome. If you like the challenge, he's really into the challenge. I want to mention that we both really love uh, the Challenge Mania podcast. Yes. And uh, so if you like the challenge, you will love that. You will love the Challenge Mania podcast. You know, if you like talking about reality shows, you should love Shimbo, and you probably should love me because we both <laughs> love reality shows and we love talking about it. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to follow my personal account, I am Mary Francis. If you look for me on Twitter, it is at Mary Becca. That is M-A-R-Y-B-E-C-K-A-H. So that's on that's my Twitter name. If you go to Instagram, I am Mary Wiseman Francis. I do have a Twitter account for this podcast where I uh, post lots and lots of stuff about what's going on on the live feeds and love to interact with people. You know, talking about that. So it is on Twitter at Reality Addict Two. If you don't like spoilers, then don't follow me. I give out live feeds all day. If you want to follow my personal account, that would be at Mary Becca, M-A-R-Y-B-E-C-K-A-H. I'm on Instagram, Mary Wiseman Francis. And you can email me at Mary at realityaddict.net. Please send me all of your comments and questions, what you would like to hear. I will get back to all of you. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let all of your Big Brother friends know about my podcast. Thanks so much for listening.